I know everybody's asleep. Turkey's done its job, and most will see this tomorrow morning. But I wanted to get this out because I think this is so critically important. As I announced uh, yesterday morning, major reports, frequent reports of troops coalescing uh, and then being sent to the East Coast and troop transports, trains, buses, planes. And we're assuming it's war, and it still may be. But I had some conversations yesterday afternoon before I took off and came back to the home studio. And I talked to some military types, and they're not buying the fact it's war right now. They think it's more they're expecting something big to happen domestically, and we will go into martial law. And this is exactly what the Uniparty needs. The Democrats and their Republican allies who have sold out this country will be ones that will absolutely positively gain from this because they're losing control. And what an excuse to impose martial law. Well, I've gone back through things I've written, things I did. And and, uh, when the company went home and the family nods off to sleep, I came back to the computer and I said, okay, let's look at, see what I've learned about martial law. In addition to what I was told yesterday. And I came up with pretty much the same 17 elements that I've known about. I modified them based on new information And I thought I would go through those with you. First, need to let you know, we need to be outside the system as much as possible. I hope that you've come here often enough now that you're convinced to that reality. So we're sponsored by Noble Gold. That doesn't mean you go out and buy gold. It means that they can take your retirement, get it the heck out of the bank, so your bank can't steal it under the Dodd-Frank law of 2010, and you can back it with gold, and you'll own it. Noble Gold can provide that service for you. IRAs, 401ks, you name it, they can do it. Also, too, they can do something similar for your bank accounts. You need to divest out of the bank as much as possible. You're already seeing that people are having trouble getting their money out when they need it. So let Noble Gold help you. I can send you a free information packet at, well, you can go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can call tomorrow business hours 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. Federal government wants me to remind you that this carries some risk, as does any investment, and past performance cannot indicate future performance. We agree with that. Uh, I've been a customer for five years. 877-646-5347. Well, let me go to a page where I have put together Uh, And I can't display this here in this venue, and that's unfortunate. Uh, But let me go to here, okay? We're going to talk about elements of martial law. And I think you'll find this interesting. Uh, I won't be able to read your comments until the end. Then I'd be happy to have any discussion or questions to be asked. Um, And those of you who are seeing this and hearing this on rerun, may I please uh, remind everybody that you can leave comments and I'll be happy to respond to questions and so forth there if you're seeing this on rerun. Okay. Um, Oh, by the way, I need to see if we have five by five sounds here. Let me so flip back here and let's uh, make sure that the, the monkeys aren't out. Are we getting sound from everybody? So anyway, Izoro, thank you. Uh, Happy 
Thanksgiving to you and to everybody else. And I hope that you guys had it. But uh, if you guys could give me a, a sound verification, since we've had five issues in the last eight days, I would sure appreciate if you'd let me know that you're hearing me just fine. And uh, so far, no one has chimed in with this. And I know there's a lot of you there. Okay, got the thumbs up. We're good to go. Let me switch back to my document page. And let's go through it. Okay, so let's say that the bad guy set off a dirty bomb. Or there is nefarious action on the part of you-know-who for you-know-what reason. So whatever the cause is, and we're not trying to affix a cause. I don't, I don't have a crystal ball here. I just know we're in danger. And even the FBI has acknowledged we are in danger. And they said it's because we have an open border. Christopher Ray basically said this. So just repeating what government officials have said before Congress. So I, if we go into martial law, which would benefit the left that's losing control, and Trump is steamrolling right now. And it's just no, I mean, he doesn't even care about the debates because they don't mean anything. There are a bunch of Nikki Haley comments on how many ways that she can re- represent the military industrial complex and sacrifice our kids in wars of foreign interest, but not our interest. Okay, so let's go through this. You know, who's going to employ martial law? I'm going to assume it's our administration. But what if uh, under the Kigali principles, which you can do, and it's the old legal treaty that Obama signed in his last month in office, but let's say the UN came in and they administer this. So it could be either way, and I want you to be aware of both are possibilities. All right, number one, we, we can't have threats to the homeland. So the first thing that a government would have to do in martial law, and this is historically set precedent, mass roundup of political dissidents. They'll be more likely declared as terrorists and enemies of the state, and they'll be linked in some ways to precipitating some kind of an event. This will also be the unfolding of red and blue lists as spoken of for the last couple of decades. People that we incarcerate and people who are so dangerous we can't keep them around, and under the NDAA, we'll just liquidate them. Dust to dawn curfews, which is designed to keep people from congregating and planning in concert to overthrow the omnipresent tyranny. Martial law will be enforced by AI entities to a large extent. Exactly. Number three, the rationing of essential resources as specified in Executive Order 13603. I want all of you to take the time and spend 10 minutes reading this. I've covered it ad nauseum, but it introduced slave labor camps because in Section 501 and 502, they use the exact words of, um, how did they put it? Uh, I want to make sure I'm quoting correctly here. Um, People will be employed of exceptional nature without compensation and as part of a civilian draft to be conducted under the labor secretary. That's an executive order. 2011, still in effect, Executive Order 13603, Barack Obama. Um, So rationing of central resources is specified in EO 13603 and placed under the control of the ruling authorities. Number four, the seizing of personal assets, such as food and water, is specified in 13603. And uh, this has been long established that FEMA can come and do this. And they'll be placed under the control of the ruling authority. Uh, there'd be no Thanksgiving next year if this were to happen. The prohibition of weapons of any kind, 
guns, knives, or chemicals, which could be turned into explosives. It will be a capital crime to possess a weapon of any type, even for self-defense. That is standard. And actually, this is the law in the UK right now. Self-defense is illegal in Australia. It's basically illegal. It's becoming that way in Canada, and it's becoming this way in our blue states and cities here in America. The confiscation of properties and homes and businesses as provided for in FM 39.4, that's Army Field Manual 39.4, which is basically when they send someone off to one of the camps, re-education camp, a dissident camp, whatever the camp would be, medical martial law, whatever is going on at the time, they have the right under FM 39.4 to confiscate their properties, their homes, and the contents within. You look it up, folks, 39.4. I've published it a couple times and have referenced this, and this is a public document now. Um, Okay, number eight, arrests without due process. The National Defense Authorization Act, which has been in effect since 2011, another Obama set the table for future martial law. And they can do all kinds of things to you in NDAA. You're walking down the street and up comes the van. Boop, you're in the van. They take you off to an unlocation. They could kill you. No one would know. They could lock you into a deep, dark tunnel forever and no one would know. They can even hold a secret trial and use hearsay evidence against you. Oh, yes, I've been through the detailed analysis of this. It's quite draconian. And they say it's for terrorists. But hasn't the concern of this administration shifted from foreign terrorists to domestic terrorists? Yeah, MAGA. Gee, over half the country is terrorists. Number 10. Number nine, excuse me. Massive paper please checkpoints with intrusive searches. Travel to your holiday destination prove impossible, if not illegal. And I'll elaborate later on another one of these uh, enumerated items when we talk about um, where this is headed. But they can basically stop travel. Uh, Papers, please, will be crazy. Why do you think they want a digital ID? Forced relocation of suspected American dissidents as specified by the Civilian Inmate Labor Program and the Civilian Conscription Program under the Secretary of Labor in 13603. And again, I'll reference sections 501 and 502. This will mark the introduction of slave labor in America, in which conscripts are called unpaid consultants. Medical martial law practices can be invoked in the advent of the introduction of a pathogen. We actually have that in in law in Arizona in our Constitution. The governor has absolute power to decide who to put into a camp. Absolute. Unchecked. Legislature, unchecked. Uh, If there's a pathogen uh, that's been brought across. I mean, one of the things that concerns me, and this came out in 2014, when I've interviewed uh, some people in the medical association back in nine years ago, and they were free to talk and not be censored. They told me their big concern about immigration was people bringing pathogens into the country for which we have no immunity. And they said, you could go, remember Ebola came in then? And fortunately, we were able to contain it. And uh, there were 19 cases, but it didn't explode like people had feared. Um, This event, I want to mention this. This could be totally unintentional, but devastating regardless of the intent. That's true. 
Um, number 12, outlawing a free speech that is critical to um, our governmental process. Deplatforming comes first, followed by termination of all public access, followed by removal from society. That's the three-step process that has been gone on in Venezuela, certainly China all these years and other despotic countries. And uh, certainly with the uh, draconian things like 13603 FM 39.4, the NDAA, the Civilian Inmate Labor Program, it's all right there. The government just needs to grant itself the authority to do it. The installation of Biden, massive Biden surveillance programs, the establishment of snitch programs, which would mark the rebirth of former Secretary of the Homeland Security Department, Janet Napolitano, in which neighbors were encouraged. Remember, they played this at Walmart. If you see something, say something. These new, uh, the new red flag, excuse me, the red flag laws would fit into this profile where your neighbor can make up a story about you and you'll be raided and your guns will be taken without cause. The NSA police state surveillance programs speak for themselves. It's highly recommended that every American go see the movie Police State. 14. The total control or elimination of religion. It's already controlled right now. To a large extent, we've got 501c3. We've got pastors who are not loyal and faithful to the Lord and to their um, to their congregation. They are loyal to their tax exemption, so they avoid saying talking about some topics that are will get them removed from tax exempt status for their church, thus making them pay more taxes. So they sell out their congregation. And this is already going on to a large extent. So this has been successful. Um, The Bible is already being characterized as hate speech. And honestly, by this time next year, who knows if we're going to have church services. We're a martial law. And I would really question whether that means they would love to take away guns, number one, ammo, number two, and number three, they'd like to take away your right to worship. Control of the media. Except for the total eradication of the alternative media, this has already happened. 98.5% of all the media is controlled by six corporations, and most of them are underwritten by BlackRock. Need I say more? ICANN, FTC, and FCC rulings have recently came out. Even the head of the FCC came out and says, that's a bunch of bull, and that's a Democratic appointee. That's a bunch of bull. And I think they're going to dig their heels in for a while, and I believe there's going to be a court battle. But this administration has already shown they want to shut you up. The U.N. says they're taking over the U.N., and Biden's given them the codes. They plan to go that angle as well, too. And then finally, total suspension of the Constitution. That happens when you're under martial law. As this is essentially complete in lights of action, like 13603, the NDAA, and that there are also uh, various and kinds of assault allegations made against UN troops who might occupy our land during this time. Oh yeah, they're not good stewards of the peace when they're in foreign countries. The UN has a terrible reputation. Most conservative Christians will be afraid or legally prevented from traveling to their holiday destination for fear of being profiled, targeted, or simply confined. Uh, Now, 
the bottom line is that we're talking here when they do away with travel, which they want to do, you'll be living in a smart city. And really, it'll be more like 15-minute cities. And uh, you could be arrested for violating the digital boundaries, the digital borders. Chicom social credit system will be full in effect, courtesy of CBDCs. And once that happens, it's game over. And if we go into martial law because of terrorist events, regardless of the cause, I think we can expect these things to happen and probably a whole lot more. Um, Deborah Hart is saying prayers for Ireland. I know exactly what you're talking about. Destruction of their farms, destruction of the agricultural system. And they're basically in martial law to a large extent. Um, (laughs) Okay. All right. Have you guys heard about Mike Bickle and I Hop Casey? Please help if you can. Please hear our cries. Uh, Mark, send that over to me at, the, at Dave Hodges at the Common Sense Show.com. I'm not familiar with it. Um, be like dogs with a shock collar on. Well, what do you think the implant's going to do? They want to digitally implant you. This is what now the World Economic Forum is talking about with Harari. And this is what Bill Gates has said. We don't want you to just have digital ID. We want it to be implantable digital ID. Is it here or is it here? And I think you know what I mean by that. Um, yeah, like I said, Mark, send that over to me. I, I, I believe you say it's serious, but I'm not quite sure what you're referencing. Um Thank you, Pete, for the compliment. I'm doing my best, but I don't claim to be perfect. But listen, you know, I I come from a family with intelligence worker now, and um, I grew up in that environment. And now I have second generation sources from that environment, uh, sometimes third. And um, we're all tight. We all carry common. And then I've had life experiences where I've met people like the Border Patrol guys, I work with two of them that don't like what their Border Patrol colleagues are doing. Did you see the video on um, on Twitter or, or X where people were taking videos of uh, how the Border Patrol was coddling illegal immigrants under a bridge in, in uh, the American side of the border? And they said, you can't film. Well, yeah, you can. It's First Amendment. You can't be here. It's uh, public land. And they tried to shoo them off like they were rabid dogs. Did you see that? Yeah, the Border Patrol has some traitors in it now. Now, listen, the two guys that work with me are tremendous. Um, One is probably going to retire soon, is my guess. He's got to be nondescript, but that's kind of what I'm gathering. But they're good guys. But I'm telling you, I saw traitors in the Border Patrol in this video. Um. Okay, Betsy, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this. I was going to talk about it tomorrow. I'll just say it briefly tonight, and I'll develop it tomorrow. Um, I talked about it in a video yesterday, and you're not the only one to bring this up. So um, actually, it's Betsy, and uh, she said, uh, please check your video where you misspoke instead of Donald Trump were alive twice in your JFK video. I said, how would the world have changed and been different if JFK would have lived? And then I had a part B in there. What if uh, Donald Trump would have had a second term? Well, he could have a second term. And 
Betsy, that was an intentional Freudian slip. <laughs> it wasn't even Freudian. It was an intentional slip. I did that on purpose. From what I know about assassinations and the assassinations that took place to cover up the Kennedy assassination, um, I believe Donald Trump is a marked man, and I'll get into that tomorrow on air. Okay, so I'll cover that tomorrow in one of the things we did. But you heard me correctly, and it was directly intentional. Believe me. Um, all right, scrolling down here to try to pick up some more comments here because I went pretty quickly. You're thinking you guys would have comments. Um, it's just so mind-boggling what they're planning to do to Americans. I agree with that, but let me tell you, a lot of this stuff goes back to the continuity of government, which has its origins in the Eisenhower administration. So we're going back 70 years now. So this is not new stuff. They're just acting on it now. And they have to do martial law to eliminate the gun threat, to get us under control because they know we're waking up. They know the public. I mean, just look at Trump's numbers. Just look at Trump's numbers. Um, I really, I am not confident Trump is going to actually take the oath of office in January of 2025 for reasons I'm alluding to here. I fear, and I think that we need to pray for his safety. Um, Okay, I'm just reading some of you guys. Um, Judy came in late, so she's asking, why are we talking about martial law? What really stimulated my thinking in this, first of all, it goes back to Christopher Ray's testimony to Congress, where he's basically saying, there's terrorists here, and these cities are on the watch. They've crossed the border. And I got the sense of resignation from him. We, we can't stop it. Now, he didn't say that, but I wasn't. Con I didn't hear him say this. We've deployed every resource, and with our technology and the skill of our uh, uh, FBI officials, we will be able to get a handle on this. And in partnership with the Homeland Security Department, we're going to be okay. We can't guarantee we'll stop everything, but we're going to be right there and make it very difficult. I didn't hear that confidence. That's what I would have been inclined to say. I, I heard resignation. Now, if you have martial law, depending on the severity of it, you're going to get declared, I mean, excuse me, if you have a terrorist attack is what I meant to say, you're going to have declared martial law. I can guarantee you. And it benefits the left. It benefits this administration because they're in danger of losing the Senate. Uh, they're in danger of losing by a big margin in Congress. Uh, they have a problem. I think they have to act before the election. This is why I keep saying 2024 election, well, if we have it, um, nothing is guaranteed right now. We've never had a, such a volatile situation as we do now. Now, we had the North and the South, and, but that was very predictable, and it progressed along orderly lines over a few decades. With regard to this situation, it's highly volatile. It's not regional. It's philosophical. It's personal. And people hate each other and civilities out the window. And I think this will first be expressed if we break down into that kind of scenario as civil unrest. But then sides will begin to form, particularly if foreign entities like Russia, China or the U.N. become involved. Then you will clearly see sides that are formed.
And I will tell you this, if one of those three entities get involved, you'll be amazed at how quickly the diehard liberals will go, oh, shit, this isn't working. And they'll join the conservative side. I mean, that's almost predictable. Um, so when this, when, when Christopher Ray was saying these things, and, and I'm hearing about troop deployments to the East Coast, and then military people said, Dave, don't jump to the conclusion this is for World War III. Look at what Christopher Ray led. He basically laid the groundwork for there's going to be terrorism and what will follow terrorism. The nation will declare martial law after 9-11. Right. It was an incident that didn't have the threat of really repeating. They grounded all air traffic for three days. The World Series was postponed for two years. Now, you know, well, who cares? That's a big deal in the scheme of this country for media, profits, advertising, Wall Street. That was a very big deal to delay the World Series like that. Uh, and I remember I, I went to all four of the Arizona Diamondbacks games and I got tickets. And um, I remember walking in and looking up. They had snipers on every roof. And the, no, our guys, the friendlies, were on every roof. They had helicopters in the sky. They were ready for it because that was a high-profile event. And they were ready for everything. Well, most everything. And I and a lot of people are pointing out to me, they, they think that what we're seeing with troop deployments is more along the lines of uh, training for martial law disbursement wherever it should occur. I don't know if that's correct, but what I do know is this. If we have a major terrorist event like a 9-11, this side will take what lasted a few weeks with all the draconian legislation that came in, like the Patriot Act, and they'll expand the control of this so they can basically stop populism in its tracks, and you can bet that's going to happen. So that's why we're talking about this. Ben, I'm trying to decipher what you're saying here. A significant part of the population is sick and dying. Uh, this changes the equation. Okay, I get, I see what you're talking about. Our life expectancy in America since the lockdowns has gone down two full years. That is huge for this short a period of time with a population as large as ours. That takes a lot of death to move the curve. And insurance actuaries are going crazy, having to pay out for early deaths on life insurance, and it's affecting everyone else's rates. Here's a discussion. Why are my insurance rates doubling, Mr. Insurance Man? Oh, because of all the natural disasters. Well, actually, I've checked. We're about on par for where we were a year ago. So, again, I ask you, uh, is it because you're paying out death benefits over property benefits? No answer. No answer. That was an answer. Uh, Kincaid is trying to get me killed. Uh, he says, Dave, 2024. No. No. No, thank you. 24% excess deaths. Uh, I've heard something pretty similar from an insurance actuary that doesn't dare go on the record. Uh, if he leaves the business, though, he told me he'd come on the show. Um, Annie, I didn't know you were getting ads here. I, I apologize. Um, ads are quick, and I, and I skipped them. Yeah, okay. Home insurance rates are skyrocketing in Florida. Well, they are in Arizona, too. Mine doubled. My property taxes went up 30%. That's how they get you into a smart city. You can't afford to keep your home, so you got to sell. And where's your best deal? Converted commercial real estate into residential real estate. And that's underway as we speak. Do you remember I did the video? Biden's $45 billion seed money to get this thing going. 
Oh, that won't be the last expenditure expenditure he makes, but it's seed money and it's called relocation through economic um, contrition where we just give up and we have to. By the way, they think as many as 20 to 30 million homes are going to go on the market because seniors will be forced to sell because of inflation and other economic forces. Guess who's buying them up? Repeat after me, BlackRock. Um, Watchman, I tend to agree with you. It looks like they made the houses worth more so they could just get more tax money on the property taxes. You know, here's the deal. You never really own your home. The property taxes are one of the planks of the Communist Party, and they should be totally illegal and unconstitutional. When you pay off your house, that should be it. Then you're just responsible for upkeep, maintenance, and paying for your utilities. And that's it. That's it. But you don't even control your utility situation. We have a neighbor, um, and I'll just leave it vague for obvious reasons. And unfortunately, there, there are two, well, well, there are two public entities for public service in Arizona. Uh, Salt River Project, SRP for short, and APS, Arizona Public Service, a.k.a. Arizona People Stealing from Us, uh, so corrupt because our corporation commission is very corrupt. And they literally let them get away with everything that I think is wrong. And um, you don't get to choose who you have. So this neighbor of mine uh, invented this device. And I'm going to actually come out with something tomorrow. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It's a device that's in this box right here that you can save on your utility bills. And they freaking hate this. And they want to go to court to stop it. They won't be able to. But I'm going to be actually uh, previewing that tomorrow. Um. But he developed this device, pretty similar in nature to the concept of this. And uh, his utility bill went down to about $16 a month. Now, totally legal what he did. Totally. It just made dirty electricity efficient. Excuse me, Mr. So-and-so. Uh, we noticed your utility bill dropped quite a bit. Is there fraud going on here? Uh, no. Here's what I did. Well, you can't do that. Okay, fine. I got the ability to go off the grid. Oh, you have to stay on the grid. And they threatened to take him to court because he didn't want to be on the grid. Mm -hmm. And then people wonder, would a government that does this, would they support martial law? And see, if we had central bank digital currency, this gentleman wouldn't have had the opportunity to do the two things he was doing. Um, some people, Victor asked a question, how many years can you go without paying property taxes before they auction it? And, uh, one person responds two years unpaid. Um, uh, but I will tell you this in some entities I've read, it can be as little as three months. In fact, have you seen, I think Florida's got a really bad law unless they changed it. I remember this guy, he goes on vacation. He pays someone to mow his lawn while he's gone for a few months. And the guy dies of a heart attack. Well, the other guy doesn't know. So his grass grows and grows. And he starts getting these notices from the city. And then pretty soon said, if you don't get this, your fine's going to go up dramatically. And it was 30000 then 50000 then 100000 He comes home to this bill. He can't pay it. And if he can't pay it, they take his home. That happened in like a three-month period. Um, and you know, John McCain tried to steal our homes out here for nothing, no compensation. 
Um, if you can pay forward your property tax, you're probably better off doing it. And you go, well, what if there's a housing real estate collapse? That could happen. I admit that. And your rates will go down. But no, they won't. <laughs> we saw this in 08, 09, right? Up and up and up. And here goes our bill. Up and up and up. And then we have the crash. Why is property tax? Oh, we just haven't had time to adjust it yet. That's what you're going to hear. Quick to rise, slow to lower. If it goes to martial law, can they take your property? Probably. Executive Order 13603 says they can. I think it's wholly unconstitutional. But if you're in martial law, what does that mean? The suspension of constitutional law. Thomas says, uh, people today are sheep. Amen. That's why we do this. We're building an army of ambassadors for the truth and hopefully willpower and a backbone to get people to act in their own best interest. And if we could do it cooperatively and basically we could just say we, we don't consent to being governed this way and basically the government would fall apart because they, they can't control the mass. They control by individual violent example. But when that doesn't work because the people have walked away from the government, they lose power because dictators need cooperation from the public to carry out their dictates. Um, okay, Beverly is telling about a case in the Supreme Court ruling in favor of 90 plus women. Very recently, the county and city could not take her home. You know, I remember vaguely hearing about this, and I think you're talking about age, not number of women. Um, but I'm not sure how the law applies. Dave, Revelation 13 will be central bank digital currency, fulfill the mark. I believe it could be. If it's not, it will evolve into it. And this is why I'd like to push this off as long as possible. I'd be happy if I wasn't here and a later generation had to deal with it. Or maybe I should be a man and say, let's fight it and defeat it right now in our time so our kids don't have to deal with it. You know, there's an old saying, if there's going to be a war, let it happen in my time so my children may know peace. Maybe that's what we should be thinking. Um, but I do agree um, with myself, surprisingly. Um, it's time to start saying we don't consent. to Anything that's unconstitutional, we should not follow it. And I'm being very serious about this. I'll obey every law that's constitutional. If it's a gray area, I'll probably obey it. But when it's clearly like a red flag law, hell no. You just don't let them know you have the guns and you hide them. I'm serious. Red flag, red flag laws are wholly unconstitutional. Um, Constitutional Republic, yeah. If you have to vacate, stay away from the highways. I agree with that, unless you're out early. Um. All good points. This is, see, again, you guys are exceptional here. Um, you guys are absolutely exceptional. Uh, ben says they'll prioritize taking the homes of those with bad social credit. Of course. We have equity in this country under this administration. We do not have equality. And you're maybe thinking, well, what's the difference between equity and equality? Well, equity means some people are more equal than others. It reminds me of, you know, George Carlin's, I almost was going to play this today. 
um, in one of my pieces, and I'm kind of debating. I found a blanked out version. It's the club, and you ain't blanking in it. And you hear that beep, but you know exactly what he's saying. You can hear the and the ing, so you know. Um, but I like what George Carlin said when he said, well, they call it the American dream for a reason, because you have to be blanking asleep to believe it. That's truly what we have become. Truly what we've become. And then he talks about, he says, they control everything. They control the houses of Congress. They control the presidency. They control the mayor, the governor, the blah, blah, blah. They own everything, Wall Street. And he talks about how they've come for certain resources and got it. Now they're coming for your social security. And they're going to get it. Um, He said this, by the way, in 2005, 18 years ago. Man, was he ahead of his time. I agree that is the intention. I'm not so fatalistic to say that we're not going to go along with this. I think we will stand up at that point. I think it will be time to stand up. And we're not we're not far away right now. Um, uh, Benjamin, I don't know. You said that uh, state constitutions say gold or silver coin. Some do. Some do. Some are even taking Bitcoin now. You need to be out of the system as much as possible. That's why I started off this uh, show with a noble gold ad. Um, I, I will tell you this, though. Keep cash on hand for a while. Hide it in a safe place because they'll first make it real hard to get money. They're already doing that right now. ATMs will work and people aren't getting their cash out of the ATM machine. That's happening a lot. What do you need the money for? Well, I'm sorry. We can only give you $300 today. That's happening too. So um, the next step is just totally confiscating your money. But some of it will still be usable during that lame duck period where people can't get their money out of the bank, but no emergency has been declared. You'll want to have cash on hand for that reason. Now, eventually the cash will be worthless, but in that transition period, I think it'd be valuable to have it. By the way, people say, do you have it? Yeah, I do, but it's not on site. (laughs) I'm laughing at people thinking they're going to come and rob me. Um, Tell me, someone says right here, and I know who you're talking about. I heard Owen is okay. Um, He's in solitary. Surprise, surprise. They are torturing Joe Biggs. You know, I'll look into the Joe Biggs thing. I'm friends with one of his friends, Gary Haven, the founder of Curves. Great humanitarian, uh, philanthropist friend of Rand Paul. And Gary's been on my show some. And Gary has hired me to endorse certain things, and like his movie, uh, Amerigeddon. So I know Gary pretty well. And um, he's friends with Joe Biggs. They worked together in trying to rescue Haiti when Haiti was under threat of severe starvation and the Clinton uh, foundation was stealing everything in sight. That was the allegation. And so uh, Joe Biggs was part of that uh, humanitarian effort and I'll see what's going on there. Um, Dave, can we, the people stop this? Yeah. Non-compliance. See, Gandhi had the right idea. Martin Luther King was sit down strikes. Do you remember that? They'd go into a diner that wouldn't serve black people and they would just sit down and they wouldn't order anything. They didn't care. You got to leave. Well, not leaving. Sit down strike. 
uh, non-compliance, non-violent nature. Um, violence will light the fire that will lead to massive death. And I'm not condoning that here. What I'm saying is you just don't follow their rules that are unconstitutional. Martin Luther King is right. The Constitution says we're equal. Okay, well, if you serve white people, but you won't serve black people, then you're not equal. By the way, I did a piece today that you might want to see. I did it this morning, and I honored the emancipators like Harriet Tubman. Uh, what a remarkable human being she was. But the plantation system is the, is the smart city system. Think about what it is, right? Families don't matter. Parents had no control over the kids. Slave auctions would separate families. I don't know if they're going to do slave auctions in the smart cities, but they effectively may because they're taking parental rights away from parents if they don't go along with the wokeness. And in California, they threaten to strip parents of their parental authority if they don't go along with these social uh, edicts. And I do expect that to increase in smart cities. 15-minute cities, people in plantations, well, they couldn't travel anywhere, obviously. To do so could be fatal. Um, and, and they punish family members when people escape, too, just like they do in North Korea. I think we'll see that here, too, where family members will be held accountable for each other's uh, behaviors. And they control your diet. Here you have a, a whole race of people in the South, I believe, what, 7 million slaves, and they're working the plantation and they don't get to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Literally and figuratively, they had to be apportioned food and they got caught sneaking food. Then they got severely punished. Usually they were whipped. Uh, and so this you say, well, how is that like smart cities? What's for dinner tonight, honey? We got a steak. Oh, no. But they had a sale on bugs. They wouldn't let me buy the meat or dairy. C40 cities. That's the letter C40 cities up to 82 cities now that are signed up for this, along with universal basic income. And that's kind of what the slaves had. They had universal basic income. And we'll give you just enough, just like they did in feudalism, and hope that'll pacify you. Slavery was such an evil institution. It doesn't deserve the notoriety that it should get. And although this administration talks incessantly about racism, they see racism in the wallpaper and the formation of clouds, but they don't deal with the most obvious form of racism. Well, in my humble opinion, now Hispanics have woken up to this in huge numbers, largely because the fastest growing entrepreneurial class in America today are Hispanic small business owners. God bless you. And uh, they see through the crap. These federal programs are designed to keep people in their place, needy and dependent upon the government, just like the plantation. More and more black people are waking up to this, but I think the Hispanics are a little farther along on the curve. And I would hope that uh, any of you who have friends of color, that you're sharing this particular part with them because the system being put forth by the Democrats is not designed to enhance uh, survival for the short term to get people on their feet so they can succeed in the long term. That would be fine. That's not what they're doing. They're keeping people dependent. You know, whether it's food stamps, it's like crack cocaine, get a little bit now and you need a little more later, a little more later to get the same effect. And it's devastating what the Democrats and the uniparty members and the GOP have done 
to people of color in this country. And I wish that more would wake up quickly and realize you got to divorce yourself of that system because it's feudalism. It's the plantation system. Um, yeah, I know about the chips and the driver's license and the credit cards. That's not a secret. Um, a lot of people don't know that though. Um, Yeah, great comments here. People forming their own conclusions, and I, I can't disagree with anything anyone is saying here. Um, they carved the future in St. John's uh, Cathedral Pillars in New York. Uh, Watchman, tell us, put, make a list here. Uh, tell people, um, give a couple of examples if you would. Um, I did something today, too. I mean, the biggest the second biggest traitors in our country. First is this administration. You do business with China, you bow down to China, you give China what they want, you're a traitor because they're our enemy and they threaten to destroy us multiple times. Their official policy is to take over United States resources and not have anyone here but them. Read between the lines. So that's one. But also, too, um, something here caught my attention. Um, yeah, if you're saying the right to travel was approved years ago, we don't live in a years ago society. Once they get the 15 minute cities in place, it'll be worse than the old Soviet system where they had guard towers every 20 miles. The feudal manor is a better analogy. People that lived in feudalism and there were a serf, they didn't move, they didn't go more than five miles from the manor. And they, if they went further, it's because they were drafted into a war. Same thing here, too. Um, I'm holding up three fingers, Biden. <laughs> Read between the lines. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't think Brandon cares much. This is what they want to eliminate. Ed says, the majority of my Spanish friends get cash for paycheck. What will be the government do when the Spanish and immigrants start to realize they can't use the cash? Well, they're going to get IRS audited too. Uh, all the indications are is that the IRS is going to focus on uh, cash trade, like waiters, waitresses, what you're saying here. Uh, you know, one popular thing among Hispanics now for small business are your food trucks and trays. And uh, that's a cash and carry business. And it's really hard to, they're, they're going to put those people through the grill. Well, the percentage of this says this, and our algorithm says that you paid this much tax. This is how much you owe. Shut up. You can't afford a lawyer. And if you can, we should investigate you further. That's what's happening. Um. YouTube deleted my liked video list for two days. It was not available. And then it came back after they went through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Victor, I got to tell you, I don't like Ramaswamy. I don't trust him because he was educated by George Soros. And that's a well-known fact. Um, and also, too, he can't raise money nationally. 
This is why DeSantis is falling on his face. Nikki Haley has a better chance of winning than any of the other candidates because she's got the military industrial complex in her corner. And I've covered that on this uh, live stream before. Um, Dennis, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Okay, thank you for the link. I'll check that out about uh, St. John's Cathedral. Uh, Jehovah will become known to the Egyptians and the Egyptians will know. You know, I'm going to say it this way. The Bible promises in the end days, the sins of the leaders will be revealed. And a lot of us have talked about this among ourselves, whether it's Jamie Walden or, or Doug Thornton or Paul Preston. It's all been pretty much the same thing. We've all come down to the same conclusion. It's this. Uh, it used to be really hard to find information. You know, back when I started, you know, the first radio was 2007. I started writing articles in 2004. And I had to really dig for research and to follow storylines. When I did that seven-part series on the Gulf oil spill and all the stuff I revealed there, over time, that took me about three months to research. Today, I could do it in a day um, because the information so readily available and this is what the Lord was talking about in the end of days. Okay. The sins of the leaders will be revealed. And boy, you know, how many, I'll tell you this, when uh, Clinton and Gore were in, they did silkworm missile uh, transfer to China, which was totally illegal. It was somewhat known, but they got away with it. It wasn't fully blown up. It was in the days before the internet. This is why they want to control the Internet. They don't want their crimes exposed. And that's it. Censorship submerges and camouflages true intent and criminal behavior. And this is why we have this latest ruling from Biden saying we control the entire Internet. The last time I saw something like that, when I was a little kid watching the TV series, The Outer Limits, we control the vertical we control the horizontal. We control everything you're going to see. And then at the end of the show, they say, we return control of your television set to you. This is that FCC ruling. Um, <laughs> yeah, the usury system. You're right. Anyway, I thought I would share this with you. We have effective soft martial law now. I wanted to go through some of the elements that I think you can come to expect. I don't know how close we are, but I think we're one big false flag away because they fear us tremendously. Tremendously, because they know people are waking up. Oh, and over here, not too far from me, about uh, 30, about 40-minute drive to Peoria, Arizona, one of the fastest-growing suburbs of Phoenix. You got some trouble over there in your schools in Peoria. You got some school boards that are woke. They ought to move to Virginia. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's not pretty. I've talked to some of the people who've been there protesting, and they're not treated very nicely. Sometimes the school boards forget who they serve, right? It's an elected position. But they get the little cash money on the side. They get promise of better positions. I don't know if that's true in Peoria, but it's true in a lot of school boards where I've discovered they get to run for higher office if they scratch the right backs and bring in the right woke policies. Um, I don't know who Russell is, and I'm not sure what Cucked is. I don't think I want to know. Um, uh, 
Well, I think we're going to close here, but I just I, I hope you found this useful in terms of some of the things you can expect in martial law. I think we need to present the uh, imminent nature of martial law based on event. Uh, they're not going to wake up tomorrow and say, you're under martial law. We're going into soft martial law right now. But there's going to have to be a major event like 9-11, and I talked about all the extreme measures they took. But they relaxed them pretty quickly. If we go into martial law, that will become the permanent way of living. And this is when they'll take your property and force you to move and all the other things in CBDC and so forth and so on. And I'm warning you, we weren't in the zone five years ago for this to happen. It was theoretical. Today, we're under threat. And that's the difference between now and pre-pandemic. Well, anyway, thank you. Um, I don't believe they can control bartering. Um, the one thing I'm going to say to you is, do you know how extensive the surveillance system is? Right now, you've got 8 to 12 devices in your home that are spying on you in this moment. You're on one of them right now. Chances are you've got another one right next to you. Your car spies on you. We did a thing on that. Um, there's so much information they have. Um, there's, um, you throw trash out of your car now. If they want to get you, they just go pull up the home surveillance videos in the neighborhood. So bartering, yeah. Bartering was a way to circumvent a lot of things. But the reality is this, the surveillance may catch you. And if you have things you can't account for, gee, where'd you get this? This isn't in our system. Did you use CBDC to purchase this? I mean, that's the problem you're going to have, too, if you have precious metals. That's why we can't let CBDC come in. Um, my car is 20 years old and cannot spy on me. Okay, you've eliminated one of several threats. America decoded with the link. Very good. Very good. See, there's great information we have here. Great. Now, do me a favor. Start disseminating this. Please send this broadcast as far as you can. And then follow up with people. Talk to people. Uh, usually I make a joke. Someone will say something to me, and I'll make a joke that takes it back to these kinds of topics. And right away I can tell if they get it. You kind of get that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can kind of like, well, did you know? And then sometimes you can say, well, you might want to look into that. A lot of things are moving really fast now. Um, but please, please do this. We don't have much time to get the sound of marching feet. We have to do it. Um, what do I think about the car crash at the northern border? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. A lot of it doesn't make sense. Why would someone be racing at a real high rate of speed? Were they going to detonate near the border um, in a predetermined place? And they happened to crash and it detonated there. Uh, that's one school of thought. The other school of thought is what they're saying it is. The third school of thought is it was indeed terrorism, uh, but it didn't have the impact they wanted. It wasn't a high-profile area. I mean, Niagara Falls, that's something that you think terrorists might want to target to get our attention. I don't know what to think, but I'm just saying, uh, well, Hocko came out and was real definitive. That was absolutely not terrorism. Okay. Whatever they deny, you have to lift up the cover just to fact check. That's what I would say about Kathy Hockle. Um, Watchman, it wasn't the people that jumped to conclusions about the car crash at Niagara Falls. The uh, city of Niagara Falls 
said this was terrorism in their first press release. That's what makes us very suspicious. Do you think a city official that are experienced in politics are dumb enough to make a statement like that unless someone told them from an official agency like the FBI this is what it is? Do you see why I'm saying I'm not sure what the truth is here? I have a lot of reason to be skeptical. I just don't know. Well, anyway, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I'm glad you guys are awake. Um, Tryptophan kicks in. Nothing like turkey. And people tell me, Dave, you've been working out. You look good. I go, yeah, it's the exercise and the belly trim product I've been taking from BioTrust. But I didn't do myself any favors today. I had a piece of pumpkin pie and a piece of cherry pie. I had one piece of ham and a little bit of turkey and some mashed potatoes. Oh, that's probably more than I eat in three days. Although I did run sprints today and a little bit work out with my sled, but uh, not enough to offset the bad diet. I'm going to have to behave through the weekend. And with all the leftovers, that's a big temptation. It's just, it's hard to resist, just like Democrats can't resist breaking the law. Similar situation. Hopefully I'll have better self-control than the Uniparty. We'll see you back here next time. God bless.